Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Debbie. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on all social media platforms at the Ben Eby. You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. Hey, what's going on, Elite Seekers? Episode 48 is here. This is our third installment of the Elite Region series. We've already gone to the Pacific Northwest, looked through Washington, Oregon, and Idaho for the top prospects. We believe we'll be the number one at their position. Yes, we look at quarterback, we look at running back, we look at wide receiver and tight end, and we disregard the defensive players for now. But that might be in the works in the future, so stay tuned on that piece. After we did the Pacific Northwest, we went down to California, staying on the West Coast and giving you the best of the best out of California. The episode was a great one. There's a lot of high-level prospects, a lot of guys with elite potential, and that's what this show is all about. So we continue to stay as West as we can, and this next episode is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. I really enjoy going through uh, these states, uh, this group of three states, like we did last year. And uh, it's always a good one. The desert states, that's going to be Arizona, that's going to be Nevada, and that's going to be New Mexico. Going through the desert states, the position that probably stands out the most as one that is lacking in talent and overall ceiling of, of the prospects there for now would be the quarterback position. I think. You know, that is one that typically has been strong, you know, coming out of Nevada, strong coming out of Arizona. New Mexico is really hit or miss. It's one of those smaller states. There's a, you know, much smaller population there. So across the board, that's always going to be a bigger, bigger challenge. But definitely um, had to dig a little deeper for the quarterback position this time around. Although the guy that I'm going to talk about today is one that could be could be a little bit of a sleeper. I think his story is interesting. The talent's there. Um, you know, but he's just not a highly recognized name at this point in the game. He is one that could be a late riser. So that's what we're looking for. It is trying to project how these guys will pan out when it comes to NFL potential, right? Elite NFL potential. That's the hope here. But with the elite region series, the goal is to dig a little deeper. The goal is to find some of these diamonds in the rough, hopefully put you onto them early in the game. So you could pay attention, really keep track, add them to your notebook. Pay attention to you know the stats that you see coming out of their states. Watch for some of these highlights or, or their film across the board where you can, and I'll keep you keep you up to date. You know, just keep rocking with us here at Elite Seekers, and we will definitely tell you how the progress is going with the guys that we are mentioning here. But this is all about the high school class of 2023, so these guys have a whole another year of football ahead of them at the high school level. So um, you know, we're just trying to really project way ahead and get ahead of everybody just to put you on some of these names early on in the process but that's what we're all about so hopefully you enjoy this one let's get right started with our deep dive at the quarterback position target 
So first up, we are going to talk about Jordan Guile, the six foot, 190 pound quarterback for Mountain View High School in Mesa, Arizona. Jordan is from Chandler, Arizona, so not too far from there. And uh, he's a lefty quarterback that has some talent. Again, it was tough to find elite ceiling guys out here in the desert states when it comes to the quarterback position. But this is an interesting one. Jordan Guile is an interesting one. His dad played all over professional quarterback, um, you know, broke camp with the Patriots around the same time that Tom Brady was with the Patriots early, early on in 2000. Didn't end up uh, making the final roster there, but he ended up playing in the CFL, played arena football, and now he runs the QB Academy. So the QB Academy is one of the most prestigious private quarterback coaching academies out there in the United States right now. Tom Brady has attended it. I think y'all, you know, that, that connection obviously goes back to the Patriot days there. Um, but Tom Brady worked with, worked with his dad, Dennis Guile, Coach Dennis Guile at the Quarterback Academy. You've also seen DJ Weagalele also went and uh, participated with Coach Dennis Guile. You can see the uh, Twitter interactions and, and whatnot there. So Dennis Guile is a coach who's all about the upper body mechanics. That's what they go after with the quarterback academy. And when you watch his son Jordan throw, you definitely see that. Jordan's a lefty who just has unbelievable touch on the deep throws. Great, great footwork, believe it or not. I know they they focus on the, the upper body mechanics, but you definitely see what he's learned from his dad as far as footwork goes. He's always keeping his feet moving. Just has great pocket awareness, moves up in the pocket when he feels pressure has a, a just great instincts to escape out to the side, throw the ball on the run, throw the ball off platform, and still deliver on time with great accuracy. I think he might leave a little bit to, to be desired when it comes to velocity on the short to intermediate stuff. Um, you know, I think his timing is, is great, but I, I wonder as he starts to play tougher competition what that looks like. But he has a great tight end prospect with him at Mountain View High School, so I'm excited for that one. We'll talk about that prospect later in the show here when we go over the tight ends but Jordan Guile is a name to watch he's a riser that uh you know could be on the radar he's currently listed as a three star currently tearing up some seven on seven camps just recently won a seven on seven and was named as the MVP there uh and I believe it was the red zone seven on seven so um you know again you love to see that stuff in February in the off season, going out there and, and earning some of these awards because that means you're out there getting better. You're out there playing with top-level competition against top-level competition. Seven-on-seven seven is what it is, but I think it just it is a great opportunity to get your name on the map. And you can bet these coaches and these recruiters are out there paying attention to the seven-on-seven seven world as well. Because that is, again, where a lot of these receivers and quarterbacks really make their heyday and put their, their name on something, regardless of how their team performs during the high school football season. So. Jordan Guile is a guy out of Mountain View High School in Arizona, in Mesa, Arizona, that you got to pay attention to. He's a three-star lefty. And again, just keep an eye and see if he becomes a late riser with the background, with the dad that coaches the mechanics and has that professional experience. You know, there's a lot of things that are positive marks for Jordan, and I wish him the best. I hope we see him rise and become a four-star and, and maybe better. Target, 
For the running back position, we definitely had to stick with diving deep here. It's just not a strong year for 2023 high school class at this point for the running backs. And that goes for Arizona, goes for Nevada, and goes for New Mexico. But the top guy right now is Kavon Clark out of Peoria Centennial. He's 5'8", 190 pounds. Looks like he's pushing 200 pounds, if not there already. And he is just a uh, little Maurice Jones-Drew clone. He's just a bowling ball, just has a great ability to find the crease, accelerate through it, and take a lot of contact. He finishes every single run. Just so much power in such a small size. It's, it's really fun to watch. You know, you check out his, his tape, and he looks like a guy that goes out there and, and gets every yard that's, you know, put in front of him. He, he picks up what he's supposed to. He's great in the short distance. He has the, the speed to go out there and, and rip out some long runs if they're blocked for him. He's not the most agile guy. He's going to go out there and he's going to look for contact. But that five foot eight frame, you wonder what that's going to look like in the long run. Uh, he does have an offer from Nevada already, so nothing crazy out there when it comes to offers, but has strung together some great production in his high school career. So Someone to pay attention to for sure. Not overly excited about Kavon Clark, but I do think he's someone that's worth noting and worth paying attention to out there in Arizona because he, again, he has a great stiff arm. He has great vision and he gets the yards that are out there blocked for him and he will finish every single run, adding on another yard to two yards, you know, based on, on the physicality he's bringing to that particular run. So. Love his style, just not sure that elite potential is there with Kavon Clark out of Peoria Centennial. Now we get to jump into the fun stuff in the second half of the show here. Yes, we start to talk about guys that I really believe have elite potential and have the ability to go out there and be game changers Sunday after Sunday after they get into college and, and go ahead and show out on the college football scene. So first up, let's talk about Kyler Casper, the six foot five, 195 pound wide receiver playing for Williams Field High School in Gilbert, Arizona. Yes, I said it's six foot five, totally a Mike Evans type body. And he really has that play style, he even rocks the number 13. But Kyler Casper is, is a special, special talent. Just incredible wingspan and great hands. When you watch him, he just seems like he's constantly mossing guys play after play. I'm not sure how I felt about the quarterback play um, that Kyler was partnered up with, but I really think that there's just so much trust that Kyler's going to go up there and catch every single ball thrown his way that the quarterback's like, why not? I'm just going to chuck it up there and see what happens. And that's, that's exactly what happens. Kyler goes up. One hand, two hand, doesn't matter. And he brings in just incredible catch after incredible catch. I really like his ability to track the ball, especially the deep ball there. Um, yes, he can go up and moss guys, but the over-the-shoulder adjustments were really great to watch. I think he has a certain um, you know, confidence about him where he goes out there and, and he's a little bit cocky. And you like to see that in your alpha receivers. Now, I'm curious at that size, is he going to be able to get in and out of his breaks? Um, I felt like he he wasn't that challenged, right? He didn't have to go out there and and beat guys with great route running. He's just so much bigger than everybody and and so much more elite when it comes to 
um, that catch radius that I, I didn't feel like he was challenged when I watch a lot of his film, but I'll be excited to see what happens. You know, when you have schools like Ohio State and Notre Dame and, and you know, pretty much every Pac-12 school trying to bring this guy in, you know that there is that big time potential. Kyler is, is uh, just a blank canvas right now. And whether he plays wide receiver or he fills out and gets a little bigger even and maybe transitions to tight end being that six foot five size, I'm not sure. But I think either way, you got an elite pass catcher that's going to be a major, major problem in the red zone and uh, really all over the field. So Kyler Casper, one to watch. Go check out his film if you haven't seen it already or hit me up. I'll send you some clips your way and uh, just a fun, fun prospect. Currently ranked as the 19th wide receiver in the United States, number three overall prospect in Arizona, and a fun, fun, talented wide receiver to watch with a whole nother year of high school ball left. Sticking with this wide receiver group, I had to. Another big, big wide receiver out of Arizona. This one out of Seguro in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's Derek English. The six foot four, two hundred and ten pound transfer, who actually tore his ACL, so we didn't get to see him much this year. He, he tore it early on in, in his playing time with his new high school. But Derek English, watch out, man! I'm telling you, this guy was one that is really fun for me to watch, and will be fun for you to watch as well. He's just so smooth. He is extremely, extremely confident, and his hands are like glue. I'm telling you, some of the best hands out there and coming in at that six foot four, 210 pounds, just extremely physical already. And uh, we should see him back on the football field. Uh, The estimates are May. So hopefully we get to see him out there this summer a little bit. Uh, And that's really going to be the biggest knock on him for me. He's currently a four star, 29th ranked receiver, according to 24 seven sports in the country. Fifth overall prospect in Arizona and you know got some big time school with Florida State, Michigan State, Arizona, Arizona State. Uh you know tons of the Pac-12 schools are all over him, but I think a lot of schools are really just waiting to see what is going to happen with that ACL, how does he recover from it? Uh UW has an offer out there, Oregon has an offer out there, you know. These schools don't want to know how is he going to look after the fact. But this is a kid that was tearing it up in 7 on 7 last year. And uh, I think we'll just pick up where he left off. You know, ACL is not as major of an injury as it used to be. As long as people take this, uh, this rehab and, and, you know, all the work that comes with getting back seriously. And I think that uh, with the way this kid is wired, the way this kid is built, Derek English will be back on a field tearing it up in no time. So shout out to Derek English, wide receiver out of Seguro in Scottsdale, Arizona. Man, wishing all the best on getting back from that ACL injury. We are excited to see you back on the field soon. Now, last up for the Giants of the wide receivers coming out of Arizona is Jacoby Lane. He is ranked way lower than the other guys. He's currently a three-star according to 24-7 Sports, 68th receiver in the U.S., 498th overall prospect and the eighth overall prospect in Arizona. But Jacoby Lane has some AJ Green to him. He is probably the um, you know most rawest of the group, but at six foot five, one hundred and seventy-five pounds as a receiver, 
I mean, look at this kid's face. He just looks like such a young kid out there. Um, but when you watch him, he really gets in and out of his breaks. And I think there's some major, major natural talent going on with Jacoby Lane. Just an incredible wingspan. Um, you know, great, great hands, great concentration. And someone I think should already be a four-star, in my opinion, just from what I've seen. Uh, we got offers on the table from both Arizona schools, so Arizona, Arizona State. Colorado's already in the mix. Iowa State's in the mix. UMass is in the mix. Um, but I really think that Jacoby Lane is going to put his name on the map as long as he can continue to refine these route running skills, which when you see him running some of these drills on, on the videos out there and the ability to um, just see uh, the information we can get, he is a guy that I think has the tools. It's just a matter of putting it out there, putting some production together, uh, currently playing for Red Mountain High School in Mesa, Arizona. So Mark Jacoby Lane down six foot five, another huge receiver. So there's three receivers out of Arizona there for you that range in the six four to six five category, who I think all have great, great potential. It's really going to be a matter of um, refining some of those skills and finding production on the college football field before we see what happens and how high their ceiling is. So Jacoby Lane, 6'5", 175 receiver. Pay attention. Here it is. Not 6'5", wide receiver, Zachariah Branch out of Bishop Gorman in Las Vegas, Nevada. Bishop Gorman is just a powerhouse high school. If you haven't listened to last episodes, you know, throughout the, the last season there, we talked a lot about Bishop Gorman and just the absolute powerhouse they are nationally speaking when it comes to high school football. And, and bringing a recruit like Zachariah Branch into the mix is one that will surely just continue to raise that bar. He is already committed to USC, so making quick work out there is the new coaching staff bringing in a guy like Zachariah Branch. When you know Alabama was all over him, and we're talking about a big time, big time five star recruit. He only stands at five foot nine, hundred and seventy two pounds. I'm telling you, man, he is built. He is an absolute, you know, cannon when he when he's catching the ball and just you know accelerating as soon as he he sees an opening. It's it's one of the most fun guys that I've seen. I mean, he has a lot of uh, Deshaun Jackson to his game, but he's more built than that. Um, just crazy, crazy good numbers on, on the track as well. 24-foot long jumper is just unbelievable. That was last year, so he's probably going to go out there and, and blow that out of the water this year. He's uh, getting close to a 50-foot triple jumper, so just so shows the overall strength in his legs. And he's already put up a 10.3 meter dash. So this guy is a, is a Tyreek Hill-level talent, just compact, super strong, crazy contact balance, can switch directions, can start and stop when he wants to and the defense one-on-one really has absolutely no chance he is going to be a guy that should garner first round attention and going in there and and catching passes from Caleb Williams is going to be a lot of fun to watch and it just gives him another weapon that I don't think USC has seen in a little while so this is truly just bringing in some of the recruits that are fairly close to to USC you know Vegas is not too far it's a you know, four or five hour drive away from, from Los Angeles and and USC there. So, um, you know, I think Lincoln Riley knows what he's doing, what type of guys he wants, bringing in these yak monsters and Zachariah branch is going to be a household name at the NFL level in, in due time. So pay attention. He's going to absolutely crush it again for Bishop Gorman, uh, next year in his senior year of football, but 
superstar. Last up, you know we didn't forget about the tight end position, and we are going to go out to Arizona again to talk about Pinnacle High School's Deuce Robinson out of Phoenix, Arizona. Deuce is 6'6", 230 pounds, and a Mark Andrews-level athlete. I mean, you watch this kid play at the tight end position, and it's just scary just to think him adding on weight, maintaining the speed, the 50-50 balls that he goes up and gets, um, the six foot ten wingspan with ten inch hands, like just crazy stuff. I mean, you're talking about a potential first rounder at the tight end position, uh, at least a second rounder if all goes well. And uh, USC is hot on his tail. <laughs> they are all over him. They are trying to bring him in and uh, just continue to assert their dominance for this future uh, with the USC Trojans. There now we don't have a commitment yet. And that's okay. That's good. I think he's going to play out the process a little bit, but he is going to bring the deuce is loose back. And you are going to hear it all the time. His film is crazy. His 50-50 ability. He goes up there and just mosses dudes. One hand, two hand, doesn't matter. Uh, He has great yards after catch ability. It really reminds me a lot of Travis Kelsey after the catch, just how smooth he is with, with his hips at that size and just great vision too find the open path, right? And just continue to um, go out there and and be a huge target for his quarterback, um, having the great hands that he does and the route running ability that he already does. And then I really love the deep ball ability as well. You know, over the shoulder catches are not a problem. Saw a couple passes that, you know, he turned one way and was able to adjust his head all the way back around to the other shoulder still bringing the catch and you don't see that at the tight end position let alone a six foot six 230 pound tight end in high school uh being able to do that already so deuce robinson incredible incredible prospect at the tight end position and you know one that is going to be all over the map so if you're in a tight end premium type league you know deuce robinson is probably going to be a guy that you should be thinking about you know in your depleted draft for Devi or c2c early on in the process, first, second round type guy. So Deuce Robinson, big time tight end potential. And last tight end I'm going to tell you guys all about is one that's a little bit lesser known and probably in the shadow of, of Deuce there, but Jackson Bauer, 6'5", 230 pounder out of Mountain View High School. We catching passes from Jordan Guile that we mentioned earlier in the show. Um, but Jackson Bowers, man, tearing it up already on the seven-on-seven circuit, tearing it up in high school. And he's a guy that has the ability to go out there and, and just make big-time blocks, become a, a, an extra offensive tackle, and, and just go out there and, and lay the wood and really allow the running backs to um, get down the field because of his blocking ability. But then he goes out there and he just blows you away with the incredible soft hands he has, the ability to go up and high point a ball. Um, at his size you just you're surprised when you see it and he does it consistently and his teammates love him you just see the energy that you know this guy brings to the table he's kind of one of those crazy tight ends out there they got you know a little bit different personality and that's what you hope for and you know a few times you see him make a catch on some of these film and his entire team runs over to him so it just shows you what Jackson Bowers is all about and I think that will go a long way in his development just continuing to build on the I'm going to do whatever I got to do to be on the field, go out there and make big plays, whether it be a block or a catch. 
Uh, but Jackson Bowers has some great, great potential when it comes to the future of your fantasy football teams. So that is it. We did go a little bit longer today, but you know, I know we weren't able to find those elite level quarterback or running backs, although we did give you some names to pay attention to. I think there was plenty to go around when it came to wide receiver, when it came to tight end. And uh, sorry, New Mexico, you didn't make the cut this time. We didn't see any major prospects that we know of now, as we know, guys develop later and and uh, don't get noticed till later on. They still got a chance to go out there and earn their name every single Saturday when it comes to college football. So, hey, pay attention and uh, keep rocking with us. We'll keep giving you those names. I uh, really hope you enjoyed this episode. And we are going to finish it with the quote of the show, as we always do. Do not go where the path may lead. Instead, go where there is no path and leave a trail. Yeah, be a trailblazer. We just talked about it. Some of these guys, you know, might not be noticed right now, and that's all right. So they're going out there and they're trying to blaze a trail. You can do that as well. Wherever it is your passions lead you, go after it, make it happen. And I appreciate every single one of you listening to this show. Always reach out if you got any questions. But that was another episode of the Elite Region series. This time we covered the desert states. So Arizona and Nevada and New Mexico are off the list. And we'll keep it moving next week for you. So enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much. That's all we got. Elite Seekers out.